Central Illinois. It's the Sofa King oh. Awesome Show. Rock, metal, 80s, retro. It's not just good, it's Sofa King good. Oh, baby. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. Spotify, Apple, even <laughs> YouTube. And now, Sofa King Awesome. Here are your hosts, Thundersticks, on the Sofa King Awesome Show. Welcome, everyone, to another amazing episode of the Sofa King Awesome Show. Actually, Chug Life Podcast. Wow, it's What's a up? takeover, bitch. I'm Thundersticks for all his viewers, and you are? Uh, my name is Michael Vega of the Chug Life Podcast. Thank you for having me and coming down. Dude, it was, it, it's awesome. I mean, it was beautiful coming here. Thank like, you. it's. Ugh, awesome spot, Thank and you, it, it's an awesome drive. God, not, th- not too bad. The weather today was just like it literally felt like a movie. Mm-hmm. Like you had these like portions of the sky that were just like opened, and it was just like a lot of clouds, but mm-hmm. there was sun directly over it. <coughs> you just have this huge halo like thing Chill. of just like there's just almost sun like every like i guess mile or so and then there would be like darkness and then sun and then just it was really wild like almost like a rainbow right yeah i do i do enjoy the sunset coming because it's pretty just chill on the way there and way back or whatever way you know so man i I need to come out you have to enjoy it on your way back too it'll still be daylight (laughs) you know so it's nice well since i'm on your show uh, we will let you have the wheel, my friend. Yeah. So, um, so I'm I'm really excited to do this, man. Because when you, when you asked me to do the takeover, I was like, "That's a great idea, but how are we gonna do this?" Easy. And immediately, you were just like, "Dude, just come over." And like, when do you want to come over? And I was like, <laughs> "And well." Here we are. Um, so, anyways, so we're talking about Brooke today, and you know the big thing that we do in the Chug Life podcast, and just the new thing that we're doing this season is just find out more about people in the community that you know are help doing the build behind the and yeah, they're in the scene and behind the scenes. <coughs> right. Most folks don't necessarily know about these kind of folks. Right. Because they're usually focused on the artists and you usually focused on the forefront, like mm-hmm. going to shows and participating in events. Right. And although we participate in events, we're more usually in the background and in the shadow of all right. the work. Staying there. So, like, yes. yeah, and, and sometimes yes. not even there. You know, th- there's very, very many cases where I've done shows and I've not been there. Like, right. it just happens. That's just how life oh, is. Yeah. And most booking agents that I know, that's usually how it works. Right. Um, they, they have as a point of contact. As much as you'd love to be at every single one of them. Yeah, absolutely. You still have, and, to, um, still have a job to do. So, today, we're going to be doing episode three of the Chug Life podcast. But this is also going to be mixed in with <laughs> a great little thing called the So Fucking Awesome Show. And um, <coughs> that's right, baby. Well, so learning about Brooke, Brooke, what do you do? Tell us a, a little bit about. Just give us a summary, of if who you I could, am? of what you do 
on a daily basis? <clears throat> well, so I am a multi-business owner. So my like normal nine to five is the construction company that I own. So take that as what you you mm-hmm. know will. I mean bathroom models, the everything, windows, oh yeah. you know. So that's my nine to five. I do a lot of uh, construction, and then uh, just depends on how busy the podcast or editing or filming music videos is, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, today I got to be in Peoria by three, you know, so my normal working for yourself, you know, like, hey, today's a half day, and then we got to go to, you know, so that's the luxury of being able to work for yourself is I can work Absolutely. around any schedule to make money, but I'm like, I even talked with Darker Than Fiction yesterday, it's not about the money when you're sitting here and you literally enjoy every second of what you're making. You know, you're making you're making mm-hmm. all right now, you know, the person that makes the music videos and films them, you know, <coughs> but just coming from who I am, the, the construction driven, you know, is I'm very music. Music's been my life since forever, dude. I'm 38, man. What was, what was the first band that sparked it? Oh, man. I don't know if any of them remember this. But, well, we mean, like, what first band I was in? Just No, no. First band that sparked your Oh, interest. it was Black Sabbath. I mean, one of the first. Black uh, Sabbath. Oh, yeah, first album. Nice. But that was, like, the first band I really clung to was Black Sabbath. Now, Christmas, like, when I get, like, my first, when I got my first radio and cassette and stuff, it was uh, no bullshit, that Scatman song. I'm the scat man. Dude, nice. like, that is a total vibe song. It's, but it's not metal at all. So it was, like, these these compilations of, like, you know, like, Tina Turner, Paula Abdul, scat man. You know, a bunch of, like, 80s stuff. You know, yeah. so I was born in 85, so I'm coming into, like, 1990, you know, of growing up listening to whatever my parents were listening to. So at that time, uh, my dad was, like, a big Kiss fan. So that's where the, a lot of the rocks he clung to, you know, from his childhood. So it was it was Kiss, <laughs> but it was Prince, and it was Michael Jackson. You know what I mean? And he was really big into roller skating, you know. And it was like this whole like seventies vibe coming in, you know, yeah. like. And so like I was like, dude, this motherfucker's dope, man. <laughs> you know. And I'm like, uh, I was really clung to what you know my dad and my mom listened to. Like my mom had. I vividly remember this, but it's a Cinderella, like, either, like, I think it's a world tour shirt, you know? And I'm like, yes, that is just, like, and I'd wear it to school, and I'm like, that's fucking amazing. But, and then when I went to my first local show, man, it was just, like, 14, you know, in a a building, like, you walk, it's just a basement, you know? Or, you know, like, right off the street, brick building, and it's just like, what? And everybody's just throwing down, so intimate, you know? I fell in love with that that live show, and then my first national act, like shortly after that, was Incubus. And so it was like it w- it was top notch, you know. Nice. But it was like going from being the interactive, no better, no yeah. better first band, so, but big band to see. Too. I grew big up into like being in the mosh pits. So in the local scene, you could definitely find Hard me life. in the m- in the mosh pit, dude. I mean, Hard they were fucking so life there, fun, so much fun. I'm a lot, man. It's so, you know, it's, but who I am is just someone who is just music driven. You know, do I, I tend to write music. So what do you do within the industry now? Okay. So now it's, now that I'm able to do and have like adult money and be able to record drums and 
do whatever. So I try to, hey, uh, anybody looking for a drummer? So I'll try to be a drummer somewhere or someone who needs a song, you know, so session drummer, touring drummer, whatever. Uh, it has been hit and miss, which is fine. You know, it, it happens, but I'm also really not, like, super set on doing that. You know, like, how far can I stretch my time? It's just one of the hobbies. Exactly. I have many of them. Yep. But uh, I just I try to book shows, you know, good bands, good national acts, the podcast, <coughs> all the connections with the businesses that I talk to on here, you know. I try to incorporate in the show, like Leo's Pizza was brought for DTF yesterday, Darker Than Fiction, and uh, they're always getting a shout-out on the show. You know, they happen to be, the, like, the only sponsors that are open on Sunday when I shoot a main majority of my podcast. But, nice. you know, there's another barbecue restaurant. There's photography. There's a bakery. There's, you know, there's so many sponsors that, you know, they get these special shout-outs. There's Pizza Records. That, uh, it's a record shop. Uh, KJB's, oh, yeah. who's hosting my Sofa King Awesome Show, <coughs> or Sofa King Fest. So we definitely are going to be talking about that. I, I want to be the next Warp Tour, baby. Dude, I I have the same dreams. Dude, so it takes we, you know we it takes a village, bro. So yeah. you know, and that's I got big dreams, bro. I got big dreams, baby. And I I follow. I try to follow my own. You know, it's just you know work gets a lot. You know, I also own a peanut butter and jelly company, which is still on the ground. I've had a couple pre-sales, you know, and it went really well. And I've Fuck introduced, yeah, uh, like, five different jams and two different peanut butters, you know. So it's been dope. Paul, nice. my buddy, you know Paul Wilby? Yes. He was one of the first ones here to try it, right? Like, as soon as it got done, he was coming here. I think they buy a drum set from me. I was like, hey, i got a spare one. I'll sell you for, like, a couple Sounds hundred bucks. right. And uh, he Paul's came here, wild, and I, I was man. like, bro, I'm like, dude, yeah. I was like, try this peanut butter. I'm like, you're the first one here. Why not? And, like, we did, like, a little live reaction thing, dude. And, you Fuck know? yeah. So dude. it was, like, dope, to, you know, so that experience was shared with him. I had never tried it, so it was both, we both were trying at the same time. So that was cool. That's awesome, yeah. man. Yeah, Paul's a fucking, he's, he's an awesome dude. Right. He's a fucking good time. Yeah. Good fucking time. Um, so you, you have this festival that you're creating yep. and you know obviously a lot of the love that you had for music mm-hmm. ended up, up just having all of these things come out of it and not only was it a podcast but you also got a festival mm-hmm. so you're doing shows on top of having this festival so right. also this is this is where i feel like you can't waste time you know like I don't like, to, I'm not saying I like to waste time. I just feel like everybody can be so productive in the time that they're doing things that each band that I have on here, okay, hey, I'm going to do a part two. You, you want to be down? So this festival was, just happened to be all the bands that were roughly on the first two seasons, mm. you know, of the show leading up to the third season. And we had a few bands drop off, you know, and it happens in exchange. So now we're like there. So now we can take off with. We can have a two-day festival, you know, with as many bands as we on here. You know, yeah. every, almost every other Sunday, pretty much, I have three bands that shoot all day. One to three, three to five, five to seven, or seven to nine. Nice. Yeah, so and I'm not saying it's limited to those two hours, but I try to make two hours. I'm, I'm, I'm about to have to make it three just because of the chill time and everybody's so dope. You know what I mean? That we do a lot of. 
pre pre gaming, just chilling, smoking, vibing. You know, like we chilled in dabs, you know, and shit like that. And uh, it just uh, just a lot of stuff, you know. So in in regards to your festival, Mm -hmm. that that probably had a lot of influence. So yeah, I felt like it just goes hand in hand. So the bands that you talk to, I'm like, hey, you want to put this on? We'll do a show. Find a venue. Find a sound of guy, you know. Exactly. Just, bam, done. Yeah. So, oh, the the camera and stuff. I feel like it goes hand in hand. So I got a good camera. I came from the studio and stuff like that, and we did music videos and a, a lot for the scene there. And I felt like it, it goes hand in hand. You know, podcast goes hand in hand with the bands. I was, hey, might as well do a festival. Y'all cool? Let's do it. Dope. And that's a cool scenario to do. All the, all the bands you have on a certain season mm-hmm. have them play a fucking festival together. Yeah. Absolutely. And then I have a camera that I shoot this podcast with, which is amazing. Might as well do music videos when I'm coming to see your shows. I might as well film that bitch and then make live music videos. Might yeah. as well, Are, are right? you getting it from the soundboard? Uh, you can't. So I make the bands do that. It's a preferred thing. So if they have a single coming out yeah, or whatever, we, we collab on either we can do you know footage from that show, that whole show. So you need to be fucking top notch and act your best and fucking throw down, you mm-hmm. know, because you're getting you're either making one or two music videos out of your whole set, collectively, you know. But collectively, you know, mainly the juice of that song is going to be your song. You know, that's the main track that's on there. Yeah. And then there's going to be obviously B roll of you jamming out or tuning or setting up whatever, you know, in between of one or two songs. So. The crowd. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the crowd too. Yep, mm-hmm. you know, so. I feel like a lot of things just go hand in hand with the the time that you're doing it, you know. So you gotta um, really make use of your time. Yeah, dude, I do, yeah. man. I got that's that sounds like something you're you're pretty it's used that to. ADHD, that's, baby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So when when you have as many endeavors as you do, is it mm-hmm. easy for you to switch back and forth between what you're doing and with the when hobbies you're doing and everything? I mean, yes and no. So. Obviously, with the ADHD, some things are, like, out of sight, out of mind. So, like, out of mind right now is the peanut butter company. Like, I got the podcast is booming. You know what I mean? And there's bands. I got shit, dude. I'm shooting Pale Fest, you know, in October and shooting Kissing Candace, you know. And uh, I'm shooting the Bunny the Bear again. I'm shooting, you know, Darker Than Fiction. Uh there's just so many things that are happening so quick because I'm just putting out my content out there. You know, I'm also doing this shit for free. You know, certain things, you know, certain bands, hey, I'll come shoot your shit. Here's my live video to you. Tell me what you think. And they're like, dude, it's amazing. I'm like, cool. Well, you know, if you want another live video, you know, of something, hit me up and we'll actually really get into it. You know? Hell so yeah. It's a free, you get the free week, you know, so, you know, the good bands get the freebies, you know? I mean, the I hate to play favorites, but it is what it is. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, when when you're doing stuff and you're you know so to speak, donating your time, right? Because um, it's something I also had a lot of experience right. with, in my scene specifically. Um, <coughs> I did a lot of shit for free, and I donated my time. And the problem with that became. That at some point it just isn't worth it. You're missing out on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're diversifying, you have a lot better opportunities to figure out when you're wasting your time. Right. 
And um, sometimes it can take you a fucking while. Yeah. Too long, but hey, um, you figured it out. Just yeah. so happens it took you a hot damn minute, and a lot of shit had happened. Mm. And with that being said, what's it like, you know, what's the scene like here in Jacksonville? So that's hard to say because it's that's where I'm st- it's also where I'm stepping in to play a role as when my younger self did. So I t- when I was like 17, dude, 16, 17, 18, I'm th- we have a, a pavilion out at Nichols Park. That's where this next show that I'm presenting is at. Nice. So and it's enclosed weather, you know, it's got it's heated air, you know, it's just an enclosed pavilion, but it's fucking huge, right? And you could s- you could rent it for 500 bucks. So when I'm like, dude, I would save up my guy, when you're mm-hmm. like 17, you know, and like living on your own already, and then just uh, trying to save up an extra $500 to book just because your band wants to play a home show. Well, I did that here. You know, I wanted to. I threw yeah. barbecues. You know, I got old, fi- I still got the old flyers in there. I'll show you, you know, before you leave or yeah. something. That it just, I, I really threw down. I tried to make a scene. And the scene then was amazing because it was all ages. Okay. Uh-huh. Now, St. Louis scene, you know, a lot of shit's all ages, and that's great, and and I applaud that, but I don't think there's a metal scene that's all ages in Springfield that's, like, decently accommodating for, like, two to three hundred people. You it's, know what I mean? It's, yeah, there isn't. Um, and then the pavilion here, you know, I, there's no alcohol there, so there's, like, no one there. It's just a building that you rent, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, Cops will just cruise around, like, even when I was a kid, like, they'd come in and jam out and see what's going on. Of course they're going to show up. It, you're throwing an event in their yep. town, like, come cruise through. Small town shit. Yeah, so, yep, throw that to small town. No, I don't know. But they just, they, they do the rounds because you're not supposed to have alcohol in there, and that's why I just stress that. And it's an all-ages event. It's, I, I want to say it's, like, really for the kids, but, I mean, it's ev- for everybody, man. And also for, like, your, if you have kids, you know, like, it's for your kids to see your passion. You know what I mean? So my daughter sees that. We go to, I took her, I've taken her to several shows, dude, and she loves it. Fuck yeah. She loves it. And she's almost eight. She'll be eight in a couple weeks, you know, couple, next month. That's awesome, dude. So. Yeah, it's always a good time going to shows and seeing just a bunch of kids wigging out. Bro, yeah, it was hard not to, like, yeah. we went to Falling in Reverse. She chose our last concert. So it was wow. Falling in Reverse, and it was, it was amazing, dude. I loved it, but it was hard to not, like, I had never seen Falling in Reverse, which is fine to me. I and I was majority. I was watching my daughter, dude, just like sing their songs. How do you feel like about Falling in Reverse? They're fine. Brand new Radke. I mean, it, who they are outside the band, you know what I mean, is to each their own. I mean, because it's not going to prevent me from listening to them. Like, like Otep went through her drama, goes through her drama, whatever she did, you know. But I was, I'm still going to jam the first two albums. Mm. You know, I really didn't like anything later than that, so it, it's cool. It's fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not going to uh, Now, that one dude, whoever, uh, Lost Profits guy, yeah, fuck that dude. <laughs> you know? Lost Profits? Yeah. What? You don't know about the Lost Profits guy? Uh, Remind me. Oh, I don't want to. He did some bad stuff. You can. Okay, word. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll check that out for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's like yeah. the biggest <laughs> FU guy in. Fuck, dude. The music community, or at least metal, yeah. That's that's wild as fuck, yeah. man. Um, 
I, like, I don't I, know if I can talk about it I didn't, on my YouTube like, yeah, show, for so sure. I didn't want to know. For sure, no, that, that's a good idea. If, if it's it, that so, bad, yeah. then yeah, solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, um, listeners, you know, uh, refrain, <laughs> you from, refrain from checking it out. Yeah. Just, just as a general precaution, um, yeah. refrain from checking that out. <laughs> um, just to save your innocence, uh, you'll never be the same. Okay, if if it's that bad to to where Brooks is, you know, <laughs> he's he's giving me that much like leeway. Yeah, just just so. yeah, don't do it. Um, anyhow, so you go to a lot of live shows. What's what's oh, yeah. been one of your favorite live shows so far? Oh man, I got a, I got a couple. I mean, besides the ones with my daughter, obviously it's like heartfelt. So we'll just leave those to the wind. Although it was a cool show, uh, MGK, which is one I went to her with, re- he did really put on a really good show. You know, like I was really amazed. You know, oh, when yeah. it was really low hopes and came dude, out, there, it was there's like a lot of production. You know, yeah, yeah, there was shows like that. Is I was a like, lot dude, that's production. dope. I was like, he did a lot of cool shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ramstein was a bucket list band of mine that I seen like last September. You know, in Chicago mm-hmm. at Soldier Field, so that was like fucking dope, dude. Shit, that was dude. fun as fuck. Uh, I've seen Slaughter to Prevail in St. Louis Oof. recently, and when I was there, I was in the mosh pit, so... Oh, my God. But what I didn't know was, like, I just bought... The, I just seen it, and I, I have a habit of just, like, seeing a band I like, and I just buy the ticket. I'm like, I don't even look at Fair. it after that. And I'm like, I just know I'm going. <clears throat> I don't give a fuck. Well, I'm standing there in the pit, and I'm like, looking, and it's just, like, Slaughter to Prevail in the background, which usually the headlining band has their background up, you know. I get it. And then I'm like, man, I'm like... That's Slaughter to Prevail's drum set. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, I've never been to a show before, like a professional show, where it's just the band, just one band, you know? Not like a fucking jam band. I'm talking like uh, a metal yeah, band, yeah. like, you know? And I'm like, I think it's just Slaughter to Prevail. And I'm like, holy shit. And so for <laughs> half an hour, uh, <laughs> fucking uh, no Blade, Blade soundtrack from like 2006 was just like playing and like pumping up. And then they came out, and dude, and it was just Slaughter to Prevail. And it was just, like, the sickest Fuck. thing for, like, an hour, dude. Like, Bro. yeah, it was a very intimate, cool concert because it was just them. I mean, they do have, you know, the notoriety and the discography to be able to do that kind of shit. Yeah. Like, straight up, listen, if if I were to book a band like Thy Art is Murder and they came out to you know, wherever in Illinois I told him to come out to, I could have him do literally just an hour mm-hmm. and, like, 15-minute set of just whatever fucking set list I asked. Yeah, and see, it'd, it'd be a lot of help, too, funding, you know, like, the next show. Like, I'm not saying not talking about you funding. I'm saying, like, mm-hmm. you know, if, we're, if you really want to take off with it. So, I mean, I'm funding all this myself. Yeah, you know, no, I'm, I'm hoping that's, that's just to the get the way money I back. Yep. It's gonna cost me like in between four and five grand for the show that I'm booking in November for everything. The venue I just told you about that I booked as a kid, you know, so wow. bringing all ages back. Like, that's just I'm trying to build a scene. So the scene here really isn't much because it's 21 and older. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm not trying to be an asshole, but I'm like I'm I'm good on that. It needs to be for everybody. Facts. You know, and that's that's what matters. And then. I'll, I'll stick to my guns with that until I die. You know, I've been I've been booking shows like this for two decades, dude. Hell so yeah! I can sit at a computer screen and send fucking a hundred thousand emails a day. 
Dude, that that shit was the hardest for me, man. Um, just getting Contact used booking. to. Uh, like, dude, uh, there there'd be some days where it would be a lot easier to do. They say that. I'm gonna tell you something right now, man. I stop. I'm saying I stop doing. It. I sent. I usually send an email, but then I'll wait like eh, two or three days. If I don't get one back, then it's like noon on the second or third day. I call because I know not like noon, but like maybe like 10 a.m. Or like two thirty three, you know, mm. when they just got done and everybody's like chilling, <laughs> you know. So, because usually like a vibe restaurant, you not two thirty two, y'all. All right, two not two thirty four, two thirty three, all right, two thirty three on the dot, okay, on the dot. And I'm like, hey, can I'm like, is is there someone you I can talk to about booking the show? And they're like, oh yeah, you can talk to this girl. And I'm like, is she around? They're like, no. I'm like, every fucking time. Anyways, I'm like, uh, I'm like. And how many times does that happen, Brooke? All right. Like, it happens probably like, every other, you know, <laughs> and then they're like, oh, yeah, Lisa's here. Or they're like, hey, here's her number. Or I'm like, hey, just, I was like, hey, just have her give me a call back and see if there's an availability. I just want to see if they book metal. You know, you can ask her that. And, they call me back. <laughs> and they're like, all right, bet. And they usually do that. If you give them an ultimatum, like, hey, just ask her if you guys book metal shows. I just. Like a yes or no, so I'm not wasting my time. And they're like, yeah. all right, cool. Man. So I, I try to make it not. I, I hate my time being wasted, so I try to make it like, bah, lickety split. I ain't trying to waste no one else's time. Dude, it's, it's hard because in this area specifically, a lot of what sells specifically, and that's what most of these venues care about, is cover band. Y- yes, so I, I will touch on that for a hot second. So... My friends own venues here, so I do have friends that have venues. You know what I mean? But I also book – I try not to book on the – can't not book on a weekend, you know? Mm. Like, I get that. But these – my friend, I'm like, hey, you know, hey, can I book your venue? I'm like, I got all these bands. We're going to bring all these people. And then he's like, don't hit me back because it just happens to be – they don't want to say no. You know what I mean? But they just won't hit me back. And I'm like, come on, man. Just because it's metal bands yeah. and it's all original and it's not whoever and the whoever's, you know, bringing you beer sales. Like, I get it and I don't. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I mean it's it's a huge thing, especially now, um, post-COVID so is the main thing. That's the 21 and older scene. So yeah. it is primarily a bar and then it's all ages until like nine. You know what I mean? So, facts. So understandable because that's, that's when the, main the weirdo drunks with would most start coming venues in. being bars, I, I guess know. too, is because if they're not bar and grills, mm-hmm. then you're fucked. Mm-hmm. If they're 100%. bar, if they're bar and grill, you can make it all ages. Now I did try to book <coughs> two or three different venues for the Sofa King Fest, and once I told them, yeah, also. One thing, if you like booking VFWs or Knights of Columbuses or something, mm. here's a little trick. Don't tell them it's just for a metal concert. I mean, if you're like, oh, I'm looking to book a show. Like, hey, I'm looking to book a, a benefit show. You know what I mean? Bam. Sells them every time. Use that tip. Life hack. Funny, funny enough, I have some experience because we yeah. actually, for, we presented to the Knights of Columbus, like their board. Mm-hmm. Um we, like, you know, w- went to their clubhouse and all that Dope. shit. Like, 
fucking met all of them, like mm-hmm. a little party, and then we, we had the meeting, and, you know, I sit in front of them, talked for, you know, close to half an hour, answered questions, you know, it almost pissed my pants, sad, piece so bad. Yeah. Uh, dude, like, they liquored us up pretty hard, all right, I'm not gonna lie. Like, dude just looks at me, we walk in, he's like, hey, glad to have you, man, uh, you know, get whatever you'd like, uh, take a seat, we're gonna start in like 15 minutes. And I remember looking at Zach, because uh, he's my partner. He and I went together. And I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, you sat at the bar. And I'm like, going to have a Guinness? You know, fucking down in, like, five minutes, dude. It was right. so fucking good. Like, I just, oh, oh my God, one. bro. I was like, oh, please. You know, fucking one more, please. Right. And comes over, fucking fills it, comes back. I was like, Roof down, mm-hmm. and I look at Zach, and I'm like, "All right, we're gonna go and do this." And I remember it didn't hit me till like way fucking after. Like I didn't feel drunk <laughs> until we got basically into the car. <laughs> like for some reason, I because I I was just standing there motionless, like just off top of my head, just talking about what we're planning to do for the festival, mm-hmm. just. You know, rifling about the type of bands, all the different genres that I wanted to do. It's for charity, blah, 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 blah. This, the dates, like, this is what I'm thinking. Right. This the cost, blah, blah, blah. And at the time, the idea was to merge it with another thing that was a car show. Mm-hmm. So that ended up getting brought in to the whole conversation, which, in my opinion, kind of muddled it mm-hmm. because. As a whole, the festival was fine. Right. But when I brought it up, the guy was like, hey, there's something also that's happening that same weekend. And if you want, we can bring that up into the proposal. Right. Instead of just coming out of the gate without bringing that up to the board, mm-hmm. everybody as a whole, because that's what everybody's going to think of. Mm-hmm. Now it's, oh, it's the metal festival slash, you know, pop punk, hardcore, you know, death metal and you know and with a car show right <laughs> and you know it's it's a great idea you know if it's not their like annual thing right that's like their staple like it's held by the nuts of columbus right like that's their big money maker you right. know and then i'm like let's have a fucking festival i want <laughs> death metal bands i want a prog death Core band. I want up an there. alternative band. Dude, I want. Yeah. Oh. Give me everybody. <laughs> and so, you know, that after a while, it, I think uh, about three weeks after that meeting, um, it, you know, the, the meeting itself went really good. Like, there was like a couple of people that were just out, outright sticklers. Mm-hmm. Like, they were just like, I don't really want to do this because. It's just not, I, I don't like metal or like, I don't right. like, you know, they, they were just like more traditional old folk, I would mm-hmm. say. And, you know, I, I could tell right off the jump during the meeting, I knew exactly who was potentially going to, you know, come to my side, poten- who potentially was going to stick with those guys. Right. Like it was very, very easy to tell. Um, but, you know, when, when they denied the whole thing, I was like, okay, well, what is the main issue? I can finance it myself. I can get the bands here. 
All right, I can make the whole thing happen from stage, sound, lights, everything. Right. I need a fucking venue in Springfield. So that's that. And you run into the problem with, you know, wanting to do whatever with whatever. So I just, I lean back into my roots and I call the pavilion and I'm like, hey, what's up? You know, can I book it for this date? And they're like, yes, it's available. And I'm like, perfect. I'm booking a show. I'm like, can you tell me if the risers are still there? You know, it's been fucking 15 years since I booked a show there, you know. But, you know, like I said, you have to book your sound guy and your light guy if it's separate. You know, if he does a combo deal, that's cool, you know. But (laughs) also on the picky end of things, because I'm such, I'm not trying to say that nobody holds a candle or I'm, I just want the best for everybody. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to be the best. I just want to be a part of the best. You know, this like you can in this, you know, you started off here and then you're on to bigger and better things. You know what I mean? Or this becomes a big thing, you know, and then I can have you on and it helps to sell, you know, like have you oh, back yeah. on to promote you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like either way it goes, you know what I mean? Someone had a beautiful starting point. You know, and it it was just like it's been now it's either part of the old document footage or, you know, it's part of the archives, man. You know, so Hell yeah, it's dude. cool. Like my first season was in there, and it was at a night, you know, a little round table that you know I had, and it was just an idea between friends at first, you know, and just bullshit playing some, you know, uh, like friends with benefits or friends with humanity and type of shit games, you know. Fuck yeah, dude. Just chilling, having fun, an hour, two hours long. Just there's a main kind of idea to it, you know. Then you just started interviewing bands. Yeah, my uh, co-host at the time, Chris Haley, who's also my neighbor, just like right over here. Uh, we it, we it was just like a scheduling conflict. He can only record on like Tuesday nights, and then it's like I do certain things on like Tuesday nights, or randomly have my kid, or like whatever's you know. And then Sundays Life. just ended up working, yeah. So, so and then uh, it just kind of weeded its way out, and he he just could help be a part of it, which is fine, you know. And but his our idea was he's like maybe should we lean this you know towards bands because we're already uh, four or five episodes in you know and we're like you know hey man what do we do yeah yeah you know and we're like well, well let's think about who we are and we're like we're music let's just not let's just gear it towards music with the so fucking awesome show so it, it became it got its like theme you know. 80s metal retro yada yada yada. I got I was like me we started talking about it and I'm like I went to Fiverr you know and to hired a dude and uh we collabed on that intro that that you hear now you know um collabed with another guy on Fiverr on the so freaking awesome show logo a couple variations of it we landed on that one you know so Fiverr's been my go to to collab with those guys and not to say I can't deal local I've dealt local and it's just like. These people that I find on Fiverr are just, like, amazing for the face value that they are, you know? Like, I would have gotten charged 250 if not $300 for that logo, and a dude from fucking Dubai charged me 50 bucks with five wow. revisions. No fucking way. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. That's insane, dude. Yeah, no, I, but I did get quoted for, like, some outrageous stuff, too. Uh, not with the logo, oh but like God, with the intro yeah. video, I, it was like thirty seconds, and they like charged me like a hundred dollars a second, and I was like, like, I get it, but I don't, shit, dude. Like, dude. Fuck, man. 
three grand for oh, thirty seconds. Oh my god! I'll pass. I'll make my own. Wow! So I did. You know, I just like did things like cool little retro oh. interloop with pictures of the people that had you know scenes of people. That's but I do it all real, on my own, man. Dude. I do yeah, it all on my own I in mean, my free time. I do play video games and shit. I do have time to do things and be a dad, you know? But just in my time to do things, I'm very productive. Mm-hmm. So even though I just did a podcast yesterday for like three and a half hours, I had so much fun doing that that I sat here, continued last night until midnight. Like, I got done. I sat up from here about 12.02, and I was like, oh, better go to bed. I had had it exported. I had it finished ahead of that teaser that I showed you about everybody laughing. At, hey, yo. Yeah. Teaser was made. Episode was finished. Cut. Scanned through, you know. Because like, the majority of it runs itself. You know, you're like, all right, you know, see what goes on. And you're scanning through and you watch. Like, you can skip the songs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't have to watch that for three and a half minutes, you know. So I can just skip to the next part, see what we were talking about, see if it ties into. Yeah. But usually just, you know, it runs itself up to certain parts unless you want to make clips or do whatever. But yeah. if you're driven to do it, man, you know, I've done four episodes this week, like edited and then shot two or three. Yeah. Shit. There's some dude. days, man, I'm like, damn. I was like nine hours. Like two Sundays ago was just like nine hours. Fuck. That's a long time recording. Yeah, though. and then I try not to rush things. I have it scheduled out, and I'm like, I am not – but it's also when everybody gets to fit in, so there's one show a week. So if you're the first band on that Sunday, you're you're obviously the first episode's going to air sooner. Second band's going to be the week after them. Third band's going to be the week after the second band. You know, so it's like kind of like a month's worth of content in just one Sunday. Fair. Yeah, because I think yeah. one of our questions was con- how do I how do we do content right? Yeah. So we'll just segue into that. So. Uh, I, I mean, I try to do TikToks. It's not like TikToks of every episode or shorts or reels of every episode. Not every episode is just, like, worthy of just, like, oh, my God, fascinating things because we're not, like, a Joe Rogan, just, like, hit you with facts type of thing. Mm. It's just more or less for uh, my goal is just for the people that care. Like, could be your mom, could be your dad, could be your sister, could be anybody who gives a fuck that just wants to watch you be you. Like, that's it. True. You know, uh, my, my, I have a drum channel, you know, content, uh, that started just because, uh, I want, I wanted to give my daughter something to look back on just in case anything ever happened. Just in case she just go on YouTube and it's there for everybody, you know, that she can see your dad play drums. She can see your dad talk. She can see your dad be goofy. You know, we made vlogs. I have a channel where it's just like me and her, you know, there's another channel that's just like, you know, me and her like little random vlogs, you know, like going on vacations and shit. So she's also getting into yeah. content. She comes down. She came down here yesterday. The guys brought her, uh, not not this shirt, but I'll give her this shirt. But she's a Hell small. Yeah. She's a small, you know. So uh, they bring her small shirts and bracelets and stuff. So starting she, young, brother. Yeah, she came Get down into here. metal. Because she sees me editing music videos, so, you know, uh, the music video that I was editing for Darker Than Fiction, she gets to sit there and watch, and she's like, who's this? And then they they have a really catchy song, and I really like it. And so they're metal, and she's my little metalhead and pop punk princess, you know, I call her, but... And then so that band was just over here last night, you know, she sees me editing all week, and she comes down here, and she's like, are these guys? I'm like, yep. She's like, hey. I'm like, hey. And they're like, hey, you know... 
Cause she goes Last up there, so she's gonna be around there. music and bands her whole life. You know what I mean? Yeah. So hopefully, I can still carry that. It's driven through her, dude. So that's awesome, man. Yeah. So you drum and mm-hmm. you're in bands. Well, so I can't like officially say in, like who I'm a part of, but I've had guitarist semi tracks from St. Louis from established bands that you know you've heard of. Mm-hmm. They're just like, hey, wha- see what you come up with this guitar riff, you know? So you're a session drummer. Yeah, and or if they're looking for someone to be a part of their band, you know, so it's like, hey, I'm looking to get right. something together. I'm going to send you this track. So I assume it's just on their end, just like if I were to come up with just like drum beats and I'm like, I just send them to a guitar player, you know what I mean? I'm like, I got you, Tom, Dick, and Harry. I send it to four of you secretly. Hey, just tell me what you come up with. Fucking and then pick the best for you know. So that's I assume really I can only assume that's what they're doing on their end. They send me a guitar track. I can only assume that they send it to three other drummers, Modern and that they would you know pick the best you know. So it's just cool to have options open. I'm a part of you know three people projects, I guess you'd say. But I just like whether or not it goes anywhere is beyond me, you know. Yeah. So. Man, sometimes you just got to work on things for a while until you figure yeah, it out. Yeah, really dial you know, in. So it's know. just it's just whatever sticks, you know. And I and it's fine because I have time. I can sit yeah. here and record my tracks, or they send me a guitar track, like I said, and I just go right in there to my studio and then lay some drums down, send it back to them. They're like, "Cool, maybe add this." Cool, I'll re-record it, send it back. So what what have been some of your favorite moments about your podcasting? Oh, man, bro, right out the fucking get, dude, I want to say it was season one, but I, I, I'm glad you asked this question because I had an answer that a closed mouth doesn't get fed, so I'm not afraid to ask, like, anything, whether that be a question or ask a band, hey, I see you're coming to town, you know, or St. Louis, I'm like, hey, I have a podcast, what would it take to give me five to 15 minutes of your time just to do a little interview for my mm. podcast. That's a new world to me. And, and it's and it's true because I'm a big fan, you know, of the bands that I'm going to ask. So Summoning the Lich was, like, the first band that I asked, and I just, like, I just like I was like, hey, guys, you know, I've seen, they're St. Louis, and I'm Central Illinois, you know, yeah. but I'm trying to show everybody love, you know, so I know a lot of St. Louis good bands, true like shit. Abedonia, This Is Me Breathing, Indio, Indigo Ryan, uh, up in fever dream, yeah. There, it's just right. there's a lot of good bands, you know, yes. and then there's a lot of like regional bands that make it around too, you know, like Sleep Signals is a good like up and coming national act mm-hmm. that's self independent. That yeah, I just went to their show, them. yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So I got I didn't book them. I booked them for an interview. I booked them. Oh, you booked them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's Blue, Blue Grouch. Grouch. Hey, yeah, nice. So I met. So I guess I should say thank you to that because. That led me to an interview with him from that show. That's so, sick, dude. So thank you. Hell yeah, bro. I just I was like, hey, I was like, oh, this would be cool. And I and I bought their VIP, you know, and I was just like, awesome. that's cool. And they're like, hey, your photo ops after the show. I was like, oh, cool, dope, all right. And so I was like, hey, you really guys nice ever coming back around? Man. They're like, oh, we could. And I was like, well, here's my podcast. I'm like, if you're down, yeah, I'll treat you really to cool uh, dinner and an interview. And they're like, bet. And they actually oh, plan to show again. 
you know, in Springfield. Yeah, in they're going to be coming back soon. Uh, yeah, August twenty fourth. Yeah, that'll so be that'll be a good time. So thank oh you yeah. for that. I appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, man. Fuck yeah. Oh uh, yeah. It's it's part of what we do, you know, as as a booking agency, um, the Midwest Booking Collective. You know, we've been around for, I'd say probably about a year and a half, but I've been doing yeah. this for about three or four years or so, right. and. Um, Man, it's it's been around a scene of just hardcore and just a lot of clicks and stuff. So branching out of Springfield was something that needed to happen. Right. And, you know, it, it just, it's been one of the best things ever. Right. We, we picked up so many different tours and we put out so many different tours and... Um, the amount of networking that we've done, the amount of time mm. we've been up and running has been honestly just like has been a lot like to the point where I've just had to like put a stop on everything. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just like I, I can't physically engage all of these because I don't have venues available I to do all of it. I try to put out a drum video a week, dude. And, I, and there are some days where, like, life happens. I'll sit down here for four hours of practice and then not shoot a drum video just because I don't feel like it. I've been no, I've been amped the whole time to shoot a drum video, and then when it comes time to shoot a drum video, I'm like, yeah, I'll go to bed. I'll just go upstairs and go to bed. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, never mind. You know, like, I don't know. It just, like, it's like life, dude. I'm like... <laughs> I, yeah. I try and I don't, you know, it's, it's, yeah, I, it's whatever. Like I said, it all started with my daughter. And so it's not like my main priority. The podcast is doing well. So I try to try to just keep that dude just cruising. Hell yeah, man. So one of the, uh, so I've got a couple of other things that I wanted to talk Shoot, about. Yeah. And um, so what I've been, aside from summoning religion. Mm-hmm. Oh, then. Some of the other favorite ones that you like. Oh man, dude! Like it was just every. I felt like I don't know. Every episode has its own. When I did Leo's, like the owner of like my main sponsor, uh, the video did really well. It, you know, but it had a rich, genuine story. It was a nice person mm-hmm. to really get to know, and that ties to the community. You know. And it got me to, you know, tie with community really well. And it just led to, you know, that episode led to everybody else was like, well, I want to be on your episode. I'm like, well, here's the deal. You know what I mean? So I'll give you first dibs to be if you want to be part of the show. You Do know? you think that's something you'll continue doing aside from music So interviews? I say that because it's for the homegrown aspect. That's why I'm, like, booking National X here. So that's I'm like, I feel like every m- show had its moment. So it was whether it was personal or for a viewer or like business and pleasure, you know. Um, everyone has their own thing. Cause like, and then you're a band that gets on here, and I'm like, hey, you know, you obviously got like first dibs to be in line. I'm not saying it's like worth waiting in line for. I'm just saying that, like, hey, let's do a show together, you know, like I'll book some shows. Yeah. Because one tip I can tell anybody is what I don't know if you do this, but. Any of your favorite bands or all the bands that you ever see, the flyers that come across your Facebook, just save those to a folder. Now, why? Because that's the venues that are metal-friendly or genre-friendly of whatever music you're trying to fucking book, you know? 
You get what I'm saying here? Nice. Yeah. That is a great, that's a great advice. Yeah, any, any Absolutely. of them. Absolutely. Any of them. But, no, it's just, yeah. yeah, every moment, you know, like this one right here, this episode, it's like our first collab, dude. It's, it's exciting, you know. Oh, it yeah, really, really, you know, it's, you know, first show on camera, you know, my first show leading in to tell your viewers, talk to me and how they listen to me, you know, the feedback that you get on that. Like, mm-hmm. just uh, every episode has its favorite moments and lead twos. And, yeah. you know. I mean, every conversation is definitely very special. Mm-hmm. And it has, there's a lot that you can pull away from every conversation. Even, right. even some conversations may be more down-tempo or more up-tempo. Some conversations may be a little bit more, you know, jumpy. They may, mm-hmm. you know, change topic very quickly. And, you know, that's my ADHD, man. I'm sure I mumble and <laughs> jump random points and you bring me back. And I, I mean, thank you. Every everybody does mm-hmm. like there is, you know, that's that's really the beauty about the human mind is that we all have our different things that we're trying right. to bring into the conversation. And so it really, you know, that beauty of life is working together to yeah. have that. And, um, you know, some folks can say it very eloquently. Some folks cannot. Some folks can not say it at all. Mm-hmm. So that's just life. Yeah. It's fucking tight. You know, that's this. All it's really great, man. I, I just want to let everybody know to check out the So Fucking Awesome show. And, and, and vice versa, check out the Chug Life podcast. Thank you, sir. It's not a visual yet. This is the first time um, that you would have seen a episode on the Chug Life podcast. Um, we have never done. I mean, obviously, like I'm sure you know, you're you're going down the list right now. And you're like, what the fuck? Who the never fuck done is this shit. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the first, <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you, dude, do not expect anything more. All right, this is it. Okay, just just understand that. Unless we come back, this, you know, I mean, granted, we got 50, uh, we got 45 episodes to go. Nice. But it's very likely that we will come back. Who knows? Maybe you got another one. All right? Don't get fucking greedy, you asshole. That's all I'm saying. Right. I love you, but just. So that's, so it's where I don't be greedy. <laughs> I want to make, uh, you know, every. I try to make every band special and, like, stand out. The bands that come from far away obviously get better treatment because they're coming, they're driving yeah. minimum three hours, you know, round trip just to come fucking hang out and shoot on a podcast. So the least I can do is fucking make it memorable. You yeah. know what I mean? So the one of my many sponsors, you know what I mean, ahead of time, you know, it's like Nardwar shit, you know, like I find out something about you, you know, or something, or try to. Maybe I just want to get more time to do things like that. Like, if I know, like, you guys are big barbecue people, then, like. What the fuck? That's You know, then I have a barbecue sponsor that, you know, I could bring. It's, there's a million things. Like, so my peanut butter and jelly company. So, uh, I think we talked about it on the podcast. But I would like to, you know, do a darker than fiction, like, branded PB&J. So, like, a darker than berry. You know, have like a dark berry jam, Whoa. and then you know, like a creamy or nutty peanut butter version. You know, like a dark roast, a darker rocks, than dude. roast. So you can do a million things. Do a million things, dude. That fucking rocks. And um, so, Brandy. closing up, Brooke. Right on. What 
are some things that you would like to tell folks advice-wise about having multiple hobbies and functioning? Because there are a lot of folks that would tell you you should slow down, blah, 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 blah. Actually, no one ever tells them to slow down. They're always like, you have so Dude, much going on. I When I first like started actually getting into bass... Dude, you gotta slow down, man. You know, there there's so many people that they burn out, man. <laughs> and I'm just like, fuck that. I've been a hundred my whole life, dude. And and and, and, and rightfully <laughs> so, away, right? You know? But I I can just raise awareness. If you have ADHD, I'm not like to say Nate isn't in ADHD talk. This is just coming from someone who has ADHD and like. I, it, I only really was brought to my eyes in the past, like, five years. I mean, I've had ADHD my whole life, right? Wow. And, but the past five years, TikTok, and, like, I went through ADHD TikTok, and I was like, bro, I have all of these things. And I was like, oh, oh, that's what that means? And I was like, oh, shit. And I look around, and I'm like, bro, like, I got all these hobbies. Like, bringing up to light. I'm like, I know it's ADHD. I know it is. Deep down. You know, I'm like, yeah, that's ADHD. I wasn't dumb to it. It was just like, bro, like interjecting into your conversation and I'm like I relate to you so the reason why I do that so much is because I'm just showing that I relate to you my emotions are that I relate to you mm-hmm. you know I don't know I, some things it's trying to focus on things so one of my main things is not drifting off into a million conversations I try to revert grab back and try to remember where we're going you know what I mean yeah just try to remain focused some hobbies are going to get more love than others if there's one thing you can do, which I struggle with, but because I, I'm the type of person that can't even hold a Christmas present, bro. I'll give it to you in July. If I got you your Christmas present, I'm like, bro, I got it. You want it? You know, and you're like, no. And I'm like, come on. So I do that with music videos. I'll record three, and then I'll be like, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I'm like, bam. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, and that was supposed to be three weeks for the content. You know oh what I mean? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so that's the bad thing. Dude, you gotta schedule it and then just never open the it's fucking app again, that's bro. Like the hard thing. That's is. what I've been doing, dude. Because I so got the same way, bro. Like I'd I'd record. Like, I tell myself, I'm like, yeah, I've got, I've got two months with content. Let's go. And then I'm Netflix like, later. all right, I blew it in a week. So right. uh. <laughs> some are going to get more love. Uh, but like I said, I do. So I work for myself. So like my main, the peanut butter and jelly thing doesn't bring anything in. So let's not even count that. That's just a brand deal. You know, that's just something I started because of ADHD. Mm. I was like, sure, why not? I'm not like wow. a peanut butter fucking fanatic, dude. Not at all. Not at all. But after making my own peanut butter and making my own jelly and making my own bread, huh. holy fuck is it a world of change, dude. That's awesome. It's amazing. Oh, amazing, yeah, dude. dude. As, yeah. I mean, Paul was here for the first taste, so it was like really like there was no salt in it. You know what I mean? Like we had it fresh like right out the mixer, dude. Warm. Creamy. And it was like, we were like, it was good. It's just I've never I've never had natural peanut butter like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, peanut butter is beautiful. Yeah. It's um, it, you know, I, I was allergic to it for a while and then grew out of it. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was one of the best things that ever happened in my life. Yeah, and I uh, just probably try to stay remain focused, man. Like I said, my nine to five is the construction, so that's what I do every day. 
and then whether I'm working on something or a video, like I always have something to do when I come home. The last thing I'll do is play video games. Mm. You know what I mean? That's when I'm just like, look around, I'm like, all right, quiet. I ain't got nothing to do. Yeah. I'm going to chillax. Call of Duty, GTA, whatever. And then sometimes I get a raw spur up my ass where I'm playing like on a Tuesday night. I'm like, ooh, I'm going to stream on Tuesday nights. <laughs> so I'll sit there and I'll like make a banner, you know, and I'm like, cool, I'm going to stream on Tuesday nights. Never touch it again. <laughs> Facts, dude. There's ideas that I have out the ass that I've started that never see the light of day. Wow. So there's 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 a hundred songs in there that I started all the way, you know, chorus through, not like drums, but I mean like writing, synths, and fucking shit, you mm-hmm. know, like bam, 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 soundtrack shit, you know, like, yeah, bro, let's go. It'll never see the light of day, ever. Yeah. You know? So your advice would be to stick with it. <laughs> Try to. Yeah. Some shit hits, some shit doesn't. You know what I mean? Like, I'll come back eventually and, you know, fuck with those. You get in a mood. So you get in moods. Stick with it. Stick with your mains. Stick know, with your mains. Yeah, know when to shelf shit away. Yeah, I think you'll subconsciously do that. You'll just be like, I don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. And then there'll be a random day you're like, ooh. Because you already have, my problem is, is I have everything to do everything. I can't not just sit here. If I sit here and get bored, that's on my fucking self. Yeah. You know what I mean? I go in there, write a song. I could sit here and make a video. I could make a flyer. I could do anything for the any number of companies that I have, promotion, booking, scheduling, content. That's it. Put out a flyer for my main company. Yeah. You know? Whatever. I just... Wow. It, well, the only thing I can really think that is I don't drink. So I don't party anymore. I, I was a huge party before I had my daughter. So I probably quit drinking when she was like roughly six to eight months old. So it's been seven years, almost eight years. Uh... Nice. And it just, it's not like I had a problem. I just, she was born and I just stopped drinking, man. Oh, yeah. That's it. Yeah. So I was a huge party. I threw parties. I vo- I threw shows. I threw parties. I was a big, like, expressive person. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was ADHD. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, that alcohol and shit was masking a lot of things, you know? Like, giving me the dopamine or the serotonin that I needed, but it was, like, masking it in a way that wasn't productive. Wow. So that's why I was, like, really brought to my eyes earlier to reflect back. When I'm like, the last five years have been really eye-opening. Yeah. The first two were like, understanding. Y- you get what I mean? Like, not yeah, ADHD. Like just like, kind of. yeah, in life. Like, all right, yeah. I'm a new dad. I don't drink anymore. I don't fucking party. I don't fucking hang out with this person. I don't hang out with that person. And obviously, the past five years of my life, you know, when people come here and say, you know, hey, it's a nice thing. Well, I came from like, not I'm saying nothing, but it was just like, your first day of school is an outfit that you got from Goodwill. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, type of shit. Yeah. So it's it's whatever. So I just know now. I'm like, I don't care if I own Nike shoes and they're uncomfortable for me. Sub down. It's a trauma thing. That's what they'll tell you. Yeah. Is that you wanted that shit as a kid? So I have all these cool things and all these collectibles because I don't have them anymore. You know, there was an incident that went down and I got just all my shit just doesn't exist from this childhood. So I don't know. It's a lot of personal kid shit, I guess. Well, Brooke. <laughs> Any anything that you want to tell the listeners on the Chug Life podcast? Man, I I don't ever want to hear the phrase I don't have I, I don't have time. You know what I mean? If you legit don't have time, I get it. But I can do a million things in this house alone, and I want my daughter to see that. You know, you, you would lead also by say lead by example helps. Right? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Uh, 
lead by example. Well, I mean, there's drums, there's acoustic guitars, there's easels, there's, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's some real shit that make real music. But I mean, just lead by example. Make sure that what you're saying is true by your own actions. Mm. That said by me, you're wild. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, I mean, that's a beautiful fucking way to top this thing off. I mean, you have gotten probably, I, I don't know, I'm not sure. But I'd imagine probably like an hour and 15, which may end up being longest episode. <laughs> I don't know. He's got a lot of shit to edit out. I'm sorry. Mine They're usually probably about aren't 45 edited. An hour. Um, yeah, that's, They're easy. that's They're super standard. Easy, yeah. But yeah, mine usually aren't edited. Um, but I usually don't drink. This much, right. so um, that's you just, you just I, learn, I probably man. drink like a two liter. At the end. Well, I started doing. Uh, I, got, I don't know how long you want to go. Like we could go. It's easy yeah. to get oh, into dude, two you, three hours. Yeah, you can a hundred percent get into so much. Like yeah. that's, but that's why, like you come back. Mm-hmm. You know, I I'm not too big a fan of having very long. Uh, very long episodes because I want I, to bring. Them I wasn't back. either. Over and over, yeah. But there, I guess sometimes you know, sometimes it does just bleed out. Or, or once you is. just break it in two parts, and then you have two weeks worth of content, you yeah. know, on how you do things, or break yeah. it up into ten to fifteen minute segments or topic segments. That is genius. Well, you know, ladies and, like and gentlemen, I guess you know, you part. really just could stick be around. A two part could be a three part. Yeah, just stick around and just like Use I don't know, just now, like, like part one. Find part two. out <laughs> later. Part to be continued. This is dot, dot, dot. episode three of the Chug Life what podcast. Season? And we are live in Jacksonville, Illinois. It's kind of fucking crazy. Like, yo, we're not in Springfield, bitches. 